Welcome to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast. Here's what we're talking about on today's podcast. Nick Foles gets traded to the Bears, ESPN runs a BPI NCAA tournament simulation, and the MLB might cancel the 2020 draft. Check us out on Instagram at 7-Eleven underscore sports podcast or search us on Facebook and Twitter. The MLB could cancel the 2020 amateur draft. For the first time in a very long time, the MLB might not have a draft this year. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the league could lose a lot of money. So they are considering canceling the draft this season altogether. Teams can spend up to $400 million on signing bonuses during the draft. If the MLB decides to forego the draft this year, they would allow a one-year rule change that would allow prospects of the 2020 draft to enter the 2021 draft class. They would also allow seniors in high school to be able to play one year of junior college baseball, and then they'd be eligible for the 2021 draft. As of now, the MLB draft begins on June 10th. Currently, the Detroit Tigers have the number one overall pick, followed by the Orioles, Marlins, Royals, and Blue Jays. If the league canceled the baseball draft, it would hurt those teams who have a top pick. Even if they were com- to combine both draft classes from the 2020 and 2021 next year, most likely the teams who have a top pick will have to lose a large draft pick. Some are considering shortening the draft from 40 rounds to 20, saying that if it, w- it would be a win for both sides and they probably would not lose as much money. Norwegian musher Thomas Werner wins the 2020 Iterod dog sled race. The Iterod is a 975-mile dog sled race across Alaska. The race takes constant 8 to 15 days to finish. This year's 57 teams entered the competition and, according to the Associated Press, was the second smallest field in decades. This is one of the few sporting events that was not canceled by the coronavirus, although race officials had encouraged spectators to stay home and watch the dog sled teams cross the finish at home. However, that didn't stop several fans from cheering on the top dog sled teams as they crossed the finish line in Nome, Alaska. This was a brutal race that crossed over two mountain ranges, the Yukon River, and over rough terrain. Since the start, we, 11 mushers have dropped out. The race's winner, Thomas Werner, had only competed in the Iterad only once before. He had won Europe's longest race, which is about 750 miles, but had been looking to win the world's premier dog sled race. According to D.D. John Rowe, KTUU Iterad correspondent for the race, Werner's dogs performed and finished beautifully and even had lots of energy at the end of the race. When he crossed the finish line, he was quick to praise his dogs for their accomplishment, especially his lead digs, K2 and Bark. He was also admirant that they were the true athletes of this event. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. 
On Wednesday afternoon, it was reported that the OKC Thunder players and staff had tested negative for COVID-19, according to the team officials. The Thunder decided not to use the regular Oklahoma medical system, but instead used a private lab for testing. It is still unknown exactly where they were collected and shipped. The team has been waiting a while for the results to come back in. Last week before the game was postponed, the Thunder were getting ready to play the Jazz. Jazz center Rudy Gobert just minutes before the tip-off was reported that he had tested positive for COVID-19, making him the first player in the league to do so. However, Gobert was not at the arena at the time, most believe that he was in a hotel room in OKC. The LA Lakers will also start testing their players due to the COVID-19 outbreak. They played the Nets last. Similar to how the Thunder tested their players with the private lab, the Lakers are hoping to do the same. No word yet on when the Lakers will start testing. Wisconsin wins the 2020 NCAA basketball tournament according to BPI predictions. ESPN analyst wizard Seth Walder ran a mock NCAA tournament according to College Basketball Power Index that judges a team based on how they fared with the strength of schedule. As he explains it, using Joe Lenardi's final bracket, he breaks down the schedule with BPI. Let's use the example of a number one seed that has a 97% chance of winning. Assuming you have a 100-sided die and a 97 of those sides being the number one seed, roll the die and that's how they determine the winner of the simulation. Let's dive into this. In the road of 64, the biggest upsets are the number 12 Liberty Flames over number 5 Albert, number 14 Hofstra over number 3 Villanova, number 14 Bradley over number 3 Michigan State, and finally, number 12 Yale tops the 5th ranked Michigan Wolverines. In round of 32, number 9, number nine Marquette beats number 1 Kansas, number 7 Province defeats number 2 Kentucky, St. Mary's takes over the number one Baylor Bears, and Yale sneaks into the Sweet 16. How about that? The biggest highlight of the Sweet 16 comes when Yale beats number one Gonzaga to make the Elite Eight, and number four Maryland wins over the favorite Dayton Flyers. Wisconsin moves on to the Final Four to take on Maryland, and the number two six seeds by BYU and Virginia do as well. The BPI simulation has the number four Wisconsin Badgers facing the number six BYU Bears in the finals. Although this may sound like an unlucky ending, who would have guessed that these were not or that they were not going to have a tournament at all? As State would have it, the Big Ten claims the title and the Badgers cut down the nets as they win the this mythical championship, the first since 1941. Veteran cornerback and former All-Pro Chris Harris signs with the LA Chargers. He has spent his entire nine-year career with the Broncos. He sent a heartfelt message to the Broncos fans on Instagram saying he thanks all the fans, coaches, and organization for the wild and exciting nine-year run. A source had confirmed that he had signed a two-year $20.5 million contract. He was an undrafted free agent back in 2011 and was the only player left on the team that was originally that originally was there when the director of football operation, John Elway, started. He was part of the Super Bowl 50 team that defeated the Carolina Panthers back in 2016. The defense was nicknamed the no-fly zone, which meant it was hard for most teams to even pass against the Broncos. Harris, who was 31, was seeking a new contract last season. 
he still considers himself as the best cornerback in the league. He missed several volunteer workouts during the offseasons last year because of a contract dispute. According to reports, Harris wanted a long-term deal and more money. Harris and the Broncos had somewhat of a falling out before the start of the 2019 season. With him signing with the rival Chargers, it won't be shocking to see Chris Harris circle the calendar when they play the Broncos twice this upcoming season. Harris has been dealing with many injuries the last few seasons. However, he played the majority of those games, and for the most of his career, he played at least 15 games, which is unheard of for a cornerback. What also did not help was the Broncos' consecutive losing season. Since the Super Bowl in 2016, the Broncos have missed the playoffs four straight years. They also have had three consecutive losing seasons, which is the most for the Broncos since the 1970s. Jags trade former Super Bowl MVP quarterback Nick Foles to the Bears. Last season, the Jacksonville Jaguars signed a former Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles, to a massive three-year $88 million contract. Foles led the Eagles to the first rule in franchise history by beating the Patriots in 2018. His first and only season in Jacksonville, he missed seven games due to a broken right clavicle. He injured in Weeks 1's game in a 30-27 loss versus the Chiefs. He eventually would come back, but would be benched this time in favor of the rookie Gardner Minshew. The Bears shocked everybody in 2018 by making the playoffs and winning the NFC North for the first time since 2010. They went 12-4 and hosted their first playoff game in years. However, as fate would have it, they would lose to Nick Foles and the Philadelphia Eagles in a double doink by Bears kicker Cody Parkey. Second-year quarterback at the time, Mitch Trubisky, was flourished or flourished by not turning the ball over and winning football games for the Bears. He even made the Pro Bowl that season. Most people were still skeptical of Trubisky's game. The 2019 season looked very high for the Chicago Bears, but Trubisky showed what everybody was afraid of. In the first game versus the Packers, Trubisky struggled by not throwing a single touchdown pass and having an abysmal 50% completion rating and throwing an interception late in the game. They lost in an ugly 10-3 game to the Packers. Packers outside linebacker and eventually Pro Bowler Zadarius Smith stated before the game that if they forced him to play quarterback, we would win the game. Coming into the 2020 season, the Bears will have a quarterback battling between Foles and Trubisky. With the Bears trading for Foles, they will take on his massive contract, while Trubisky is still on his rookie deal. Some would say just to start Foles because of the contract and they're paying for all of it. Some people, however, might still remember last season when the Tennessee Titans traded for Dolphins and injury-prone quarterback Ryan Tannehill. The Titans gave the job to Mariota, but but he lost it in Week 6 game and never saw it again. Tannehill would help the Titans reach a final playoff spot in the NFC and make it all the way to the AFC Championship game. He went 7-3 as a starting quarterback, one comeback player of the year, and made to his first ever Pro Bowl. That's the same exact thing that Nick Foles could help. Nick Foles also, when he won the Super Bowl for the Eagles, started as the backup quarterback that season. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes.